Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. From the field, to the film room, to the war room. We've got you covered every step of the way as the road to the draft starts right now on BGN Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BGN Draft Show. I am your host Shane Half. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at ShaneHalfNFL. I'm joined today by my co-host and fellow draft enthusiast Dives. Give him a follow on Twitter at MrCrockPot. Be sure to check out his podcast, Party on Broad. Dives, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. Steamrolling into week 13. Uh, we've got a three-headed monster of a race for Heisman, man. Whether it's Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., man. Uh, one wild finish to the 2023 college football season. All right. Also joined by Ryan Reese. Give him a follow on Twitter at Philly Sports PSA. Ryan filling in with us for the second week in a row here. Uh, you can check out all of his stuff, all of his work with Philly Sports Alliance. He does podcasts with Dives. He does podcasts with me. He's all over our feeds if you're following us already. So he will be no stranger. But Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Good. I'm glad uh, I'm glad I got the call back two weeks in a row. I'm doing a nice little streak here. Uh, but yeah, glad to be here and, uh, talking prospects and, uh, talking birds. It is always nice when you get to the end of that first, that first tryout, that first date, if you will, and you exchange numbers and you're like, Hey, don't call me. I'll call you. And then they actually call you. Right. Yeah. I was, uh, Oh man, I was smiling ear to ear when I got the call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's recap our player of the week predictions from a week ago. Dives is shaking his head. Uh, because you. this was heartbreaking <laughs> early in the early on saturday bo nix from oregon goes 24 of 29 for 404 yards he throws six touchdown passes and i messaged dives and i congratulated him on winning our contest for the week uh there's no way that Jaden daniels is going to top that and then he did Jaden daniels <laughs> goes 25 of 30 one more completion for 413 yards like eight more yards he also threw for six touchdowns but he added 96 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns as well meaning Jaden daniels wins the player of the week award so i edged dives out uh, i can't believe it dives Maybe. couldn't believe it and dives is very upset about it this week i'm very upset because i thought you were kidding at first because i don't remember these i do so many shows in a week that i thought Shane was playing a prank on me because uh, I, I thought I had this one in the bank. Like it was like Saturday early afternoon. I was having some drinks. We we're having a good time. I think we went to our indoor pool uh, next door. And sure enough, Jaden Daniels just lights it up. And you were right, man. Uh, again, man, these guys are playing at their best. 
uh, in some crucial games. So it's all it's all fun. Yeah, all fun. Dibes literally said he went and rewatched the show to make sure I wasn't lying about who <laughs> I, I did. Picked. So, all right. Well, let's we'll get to player of the weeks uh, here in a little bit. But before we do that, we're going to give you guys, we will each give you an Eagles prospect to keep an eye on this week. Someone that we think could interest the Eagles come draft day. So let's talk top Eagles targets of the week. All right, top Eagles targets of the week. Dives, lead us off here. Who are you picking this week? Uh, a guy that I really like, and Ryan will be talking about him tomorrow on Party on Broad uh, as our top, as one of our top ten edge rushers in this draft. Uh, but it is Princely Umami Ellen, uh, an edge rusher out of Florida. Uh, if you guys love edge rushers with tools and uh, elite length and uh, elite physical foundations, man. Uh, this is the guy for you. Really good burst, great bend. Uh, when you watch the the tape, you can tell he's a twitch athlete, a natural athlete, uh, arguably one of the best athletes in this edge rusher class. Um, you know, you kind of like on the surface, the, the surface stats don't really pop, but like, don't let that fool you, man. This guy has been uh, causing consistent pressure, getting to the quarterback every single week. Um, this guy's, uh, you know, more of a projection. You know, you're looking at this guy, not necessarily in 2024, but 2026, 2027. Uh, I think he's a solid run defender. I think he does a lot of things really, really well. Um, and I think, I think he's got first round talent. Um, I think he absolutely has upside to be a three down player uh, in the NFL. Again, a guy that you're looking down the road versus a plug and play uh, talent. Um, so for me, um, I'm looking at this guy having uh, or becoming a big problem for Florida State this week. Uh, Florida State just lost Jordan Travis, uh, a horrible injury. Um, and I wish him a speedy recovery. That was one of the worst moments of my weekend, um, considering how well he's played and how important he is to that Florida State offense. Uh, but Florida State plays uh, Florida in a big, big rivalry game. And this guy has real potential to, you know, be a big problem for Florida State uh, for that backup quarterback. So make sure you know Princely Umami Ellen. Uh, because I think this guy is first round upside. All right. So there you go. A guy you can keep an eye on in the Florida game this weekend. Uh, Ryan, what do you have for us? Who's somebody the Eagles should be keeping an eye on? Um, so uh, anybody who knows me knows that I do love my linebackers. Uh, and I have chosen to talk about Steve Linton, uh, linebacker uh, from Texas uh, Tech. Uh, he started out with uh, Syracuse, transferred over to Texas Tech. Um, he has an absolute outstanding closing burst. Um, and, you know, he really does have a unique ability to finish plays um, and, and just really has that, that rough and, and, and toughness, uh, you know, as a run defender and, and absolutely dropping uh, some, some big hits. Um, yeah, you know, his coverage skills certainly needs a, a little bit of work. Uh, but his flexibility, 
uh, his his bend, uh, you know, his his um, uh, you know kind of turnability uh, is is really is really good and and has been developing uh, while in college. I will say, as far as maybe a weakness, obviously sized, um, he's kind of a, on the smaller size, obviously, and and can really get lost in some blocks. Um, you know, short arms. Um, and, and doesn't really have a, a whole lot of uh, elite upper body strength. So something to, to certainly uh, work on in the next level. Probably somebody that's going to be in the middle of day three, probably a, you know, a, a fourth, a fifth round kind of guy. Uh, but certainly somebody that I, I think can come in and, and really um, you know, be useful on special teams and, and kind of develop as he is kind of a, a raw prospect. But um, you know, he's, he has played some, some, uh, edge as well. Uh, so he does have a really good, uh, y- unique ability to kind of be a little versatile and we all know the Eagles do love a little versatility. So, and I love that you picked a guy you think is in that late day two or day three range, because you know, that's the Eagles, right? They're not going to spend a first or a second round pick <laughs> on a linebacker. So, uh, Ryan digging deep and giving you a legitimate linebacker target that the Eagles could shoot for. I love it. You unknowingly just ruined Ryan's day because he's yeah, a, you're, you're, he's you're the really biggest crazy. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. fan there is. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> if it makes you if it makes you feel better, I was doing an Eagles mock draft on PFF the other day, and I I had to stop when I got Jeremiah Trotter in the third round, and then I got Cedric Van Pran in the fourth round. I was like, yeah, oh. we're just not ready for mock draft. <laughs> Time to update the systems. <laughs> This, it's a sad time of the year as draft nerds when the simulators just aren't updated at all and it just ruins it it's very like, i didn't even think about van pran i was like he's gone and then he shows up as like the best player available in the fourth round like, just x this one out yeah he's ar- he's arguably the number one center prospect in this draft yeah i i will no that maybe that's for a different show but i will go ahead and say he is inarguably the number one center prospect <laughs> so okay uh, i'll give you my player to keep an eye on for the eagles it is south carolina with receiver xavier Leggett. uh this guy is so much fun to watch uh he is 6'3 227 pounds he was a three-star recruit coming out of high school uh in his first four seasons with south carolina he had a combined 42 receptions for 423 yards This year through 11 games, he has 65 receptions for 1,187 yards and seven touchdowns. He's also a finalist for the Bolitnikoff Award. Uh, He is speed, speed, speed. He hit 22.3 miles per hour on the GPS trackers on a 77-yard touchdown against Mississippi State earlier this year. For reference... The fastest speed anyone has hit in the NFL this season is Tyreek Hill at 22.01 miles per hour on a 64-yard touchdown. So he's hit a faster speed than Tyreek did, but it's not just long speed. Like His acceleration is like instant, man. He's very good in contested catch situations. Uh, He's got strong hands at the catch point. I think he does a good job using his frame to leverage defenders. Uh, He had eight contested catches so far this season. And he's not just a speed guy. Like, he's willing to make difficult catches over the middle of the field. I think he's got really good balance, like, coming out of his breaks, and it allows him to ramp his speed back up quickly. 
Uh, now, I will say he is an older prospect who only thrived in his final season, and that is sometimes concerning. And while he's dominating people physically, it's not like being a year older just made him faster. Like, he's not just stronger than guys. He's so fast. Uh, but he will be 23 years old on draft night, so that could be concerning a little bit. Uh, he also struggles to find the appropriate spots to sit down versus zone coverage. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, he, he's a lot easier to cover in zone than he is in man. Obviously, you'd kind of expect that with somebody that fast. But I think he could go anywhere from like early day two to mid day one to potentially like early day one if he ends up breaking a 4-3 at the combine because teams love that. So uh, he can also play in the slot or out wide. He's played about 70% of his snaps wide, about 30% in the slot. So he's a guy you can move around a little bit. And Dimes has the comp here, of maybe the next Debo Samuel. And I think that's that's an apt comparison. So he's a guy I'm really excited. I think he could, there's a wide range of where he could go depending on how he tests yeah. in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wide. Good luck trying to rank your top ten wide receivers in this year's draft. It is deep. It is all over the place. Like after the first like uh, three, four, or five, like it's just pick your poison. They're they're amazing. The depth at the wide receiver position is so much fun. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, so that's some Eagles targets to keep an eye on. Now we're going to transition. We're going to talk Player of the Week predictions. All right, player of the week predictions. Dives trying to make up for last week when Jaden Daniels just stole his glory from Bonex. Dives, do you want to tell the class about copying my homework this week? 
yeah, if you can't beat them, uh, join them. Uh, I'm jumping on the Jaden Daniels train. Uh, we, you know, we already know about Jaden Daniels. Uh, he has become the 11th player in FBS history to pass for 3,000 yards and run for 1,000 in a season. The dude had more touchdowns than incompletions last week. Um, he, he's just incredible. He tied Joe Burrow's single game program record set back uh, in the Peach Bowl with eight touchdowns. That was back in 2019. Uh, this is coming off a 606 yard performance the previous week. Uh, the numbers he's putting up is astronomical, man. It's really fun. So I'm just going to jump on that train. And um, Daniels has a really fun test in week 13 against Texas A&M. The Aggies allow under 20 points per game, uh, which ranks 26 nationally, uh, third among LSU's op opponents, uh, given their schedule. The Aggies' defense holds teams to 28% on third down. That's the seventh best percentage in the country. Um, and I, I think a big piece of that is Texas A&M's versatility and physicality on that defensive line. They've got a lot of guys that can kind of play different uh, positions, uh, move around and, and things like that. So uh, Jaden Daniels, um, I, I think will put up monster stats. Uh, but, you know, if he wants to be the Heisman and over or leapfrog Bo Nix, who is the odds favorite right now, uh, he's got a, a great test in Texas a and I was this close, this close to taking Malik neighbors just to try to like cling to that hot streak as well. But uh, I ended yeah. up going a different direction, but I thought about it for the same reasons you're talking about Daniels there. So, all right. So Jaden Daniels for dives, Ryan, who is your player of the week prediction? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with um, another uh, Heisman candidate. Uh, I'm going to go Michael Penix Jr. Uh, he's got a great matchup against Washington state. Um, you know, I, I really do uh, like, you know, his season so far. Uh, like I said, he is right up there. Uh, and the Huskies are, you know, right there in the mix for, for that playoff spot. So, um, you know, if they want to be there, they gotta, they gotta dominate, uh, Washington state. And I think they will do exactly that. All right. And I'm going to, I am attaching myself to Michael Penix jr. Because I'm going to take wide receiver Roma Dunze. Uh, he has a, a hundred or more yards in seven of 11 games this year. And in three of the other four, he still went over 80 yards. In each of the last two games, he's faced ranked teams in Utah and Oregon State, and he's pulled in two touchdowns in each game. Now he faces a Washington State secondary that's allowing 242 passing yards per game, which ranks 101st in the NCAA. Uh, Washington State opened the season with four straight wins, and then they lost six in a row before they stopped the bleeding last week against Colorado. Uh, now in the last three games, they've only allowed 164 passing yards after Shadur Sanders left with an injury, but still uh, 150 and 142. So they haven't allowed over 170 yards in either of their last three games. They haven't faced Washington. And uh, they were really bad earlier in the year. Michael Penix Jr. is going to be looking to regain his status as Heisman favorite over Bo Nix. I think Washington might light them up like a Christmas tree. So Roma Dunze is my player of the week prediction. So double dipping there in that game with Ryan, we'll probably steal votes from each other. Yep. So I make these winners of the week videos every single week, probably about 
anywhere ranging from like four to eight players that uh, really dominated every single college football week. Roma Dunze is uh, by far the, the number one guy. He's He's got four nods this season, man. Uh, he's a gamer. He, he All he does is catch touchdowns. All he does is make big plays and big moments. Um, and, I mean, all you have to do is watch the game last week when Washington had a huge third down, when they had to convert a huge third down. Michael Penix Jr. just threw the ball up to Roma Dunze, who made a play on the ball, game over. Uh, that's how good he is, man. He, he's elite as it gets. And uh, if he's there for the Eagles at the back end of round one, I know, it, again, I've said this a thousand times on this show, it's a luxury pick. But he can do it all, and he would be an amazing addition. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our game of the week. There are some good games this weekend. For our game of the week, we're doing Ohio State, number two Ohio State, at number three Michigan, at noon on Saturday. You can also check out number 11 Oregon State at number six Oregon, Friday night at 830. You got some Black Friday shopping. Come home, turn on the game on Friday night. Uh, a lot of great games this weekend, but Ohio State, Michigan, both teams are 11 and 0. Uh, they are both looking to get into the college football playoff. They are among the most bitter rivals in college sports. The winner will head to Indianapolis to face Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, while the loser could be on the outside looking in come playoff time. So Michigan comes in uh, on a on a, a two game win streak in the series. They bring the number one scoring defense in the nation. Ohio State, they're slacking a little bit. They've only got the number two scoring defense in the nation. So battle of heavyweight defenses. Michigan is a three and a half point favorite with an over under set at 47 and a half. Ryan, I'll throw it to you. How do you see this game playing out? What are you watching for? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, anybody who is a fan of college football knows this matchup every year, and it is absolutely elite. Uh, it, it, you know, even if the teams are average, they're still a fantastic games. So the fact that, you know, you have two, what, uh, uh, Ohio State's, what, two, Michigan's three, right? Or is it the other way around? Ohio it's State's kind of two, Michigan's three, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you have two of these guys in the, your top three who all should be, in the, you know, in this college playoff uh but yeah the the winner is secures you know uh pretty much almost guarantees them in in the playoffs and um i mean like i said this is always a heavyweight fight and it's absolutely um you know there's some added intrigue with with harbaugh not being there and you know with his suspension and you know again this is always such a fun fun game to watch even if you know you hate both of these teams it is absolutely always a game to watch. Always. All right, Dives, what do you have for us on this one? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it boils down to a, a few things. Uh, number one, which quarterback's going to be at their best? You know, you've got J.J. McCarthy for Michigan, who has a record of kind of struggling against really good teams, you know, in big moments. And you've got Kyle McCord, who's probably playing some of his best football uh, in recent weeks, Ohio State's offense has been playing really well, while Michigan's offense is kind of up and down. It, it's kind of been a roller coaster year, given they haven't even played that many good teams. Uh, for Ohio State, uh, it starts and ends with Travion Henderson. Uh, this was a guy that heading into 
uh, this season was my number one running back in the country. Uh, he was hurt. And the last few weeks, he has been uh, on an absolute tear since returning from injury. Uh, you look at last week, yeah, three or four games since returning from injury. Uh, he's ran for at least 100 yards, um, uh, some over 200 with uh, total yards from scrimmage uh, against uh, Minnesota last week. Henderson had 146 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, so Henderson and whether or not that amazing run defense from Michigan uh, can hold him uh, or contain him is a great matchup. Uh, so for me, uh, you also have to look at the other end. Uh, so this game's all about run defense because Ohio State, their run defense is really good. But in big games like Notre Dame and Rutgers, they've kind of gotten killed. Uh, each of those teams, Notre Dame and Rutgers, had at least 170 yards on the ground, four and a half yards per carry. Blake Corum is the best running back Ohio State will match up against this season. Uh, so for me, it's really two things. It's both offenses and it's A, which quarterback makes big throws and limits turnovers, limits mistakes, and B, which team can kind of cement their will uh, physically on the line and establish a running game. Uh, so because both of these teams are excellent when it comes to stopping the run uh, and both teams are kind of the two best <laughs> running uh, teams in the country. And see how many of Ohio State signals does Michigan have? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the that's the thing that college football does not want, right? Michigan getting in if they win, they they get a a, a bid into a college football playoff with Harbaugh returning, and that's going to be the number one story on everyone's like blog on all social media. It'll be the talking point everywhere yeah collectively college football is rooting for ohio state to win this football game that's for sure yep all right um also another really fun matchup is marvin harrison jr versus will johnson uh marvin harrison jr we all know about him uh top five pick this year will johnson is an underclassman who will be a top 10 top 15 uh uh pick he's a cornerback for michigan phenomenal player uh, so that matchup one-on-one -on -one is going to be really fun. All right. Well, that is going to about do it for this episode. You guys drop a comment on the YouTube video here. Let us know who you think is going to win the game. We can see the timestamps. Don't be dropping it after the game's over, acting like you picked the score, right? Uh, but we appreciate you guys checking out the episodes every week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the BGN Draft Show. If you enjoyed the show, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all the shows on the BG and radio feed. Johnny and I will be recording an on the Shane page that should be dropping uh, maybe for your Thanksgiving drive. You get BG and radio. You get the instant reaction show after the Eagles beat the Bills on Sunday. It's going to be a great week, so make sure you keep it tuned right here. Check us out on Twitter. I'm at Shane Half NFL. Dibes is at Mr. Crockpot. Ryan is at Philly Sports PSA. And we will catch you guys next week for another episode of the BGN Draft Show. Go Birds!